You all received the news about what occurred the other night at Podcast Industries. There have been reports that a podcaster went rogue during the Mortal Kombat review. Fortunately, no one was affected by the takes, and we were able to have a calm discussion. Without further ado, here's Jesse with a brief statement. It's been a while since I've been on an episode. I just want, I'm going to stick to the prompts this time. There's been speculation that I was the one with the outlandish takes. Excuse me, do you honestly expect us to believe it was anyone else in the group with those takes? Hey, hey, hey. I know it's hard to believe, but it's one thing to question a story and another to insinuate that I could persuade people with my beautiful, truthful, and amazing takes. I never said they were amazing, or beautiful, or persuasive for that matter. Uh, you didn't. Well, it's a good thing, because that'd be asinine and amazing. And obviously, I'm not the podcaster type. With my character defects and my long list of takes throughout the years, you know, it's not, that's not me. Stick to the props. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I will. The truth is, I had the legendary sipper. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do it I was gonna do it in the Mandarin voice. I am the legendary zipper. But that's that's like three movies away, so spoilers. Uh yeah. Je- Jesse, I think we'll keep that. That was pretty good. Jesse's always gonna be my Tony Stark when when I do when I do these type of intros. He's charismatic. He's brash. I, He's bold. I don't. Bold. I don't. I, I, I just can't do that. The goatee. It's you, uh, my dad. You've tried can. before. Yeah, you tried before. It's very patchy, but yeah. Maybe mm. when you're older. Yeah, when I'm a, when I'm a man. <laughs> All right. So, since since movies are new movies are very far and in between. We decided to do some Marvel reviews. Um, we probably won't do these every every week. We'll probably split them up. I think we talked about doing at least once a month. Who knows? Just depends on how we feel. Uh, and we're going to start at the beginning with Iron Man. Yeah. Do you guys remember the first time you went to see Iron Man? I, I just remember not knowing who Iron Man was. I, I was not a Marvel fan. I didn't. I barely read comics. All I knew was DC characters. Me, I, I don't remember. I, I think I remember seeing it in theaters. I don't remember if I saw it with my family or friends or what it was. Two thousand eight. What, what was that? That was freshman year of high school. We graduated Freshman or sophomore, yeah. Soph- yeah. I don't remember it. I just remember one of our friends like being really excited for it because he liked Iron Man. But I th- I can't remember if I liked it when it came out or if I disliked it when it came out. I don't know. Yeah. Uh I I'm kind of along the same I mean it it's so hard to remember that far ago. It's 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 been a while. But I I definitely remember seeing it in theaters. Like Albert, I wasn't very aware of Marvel characters at all, except for, like, your your mainstream ones, like the X-Men and Spider-Man. 
So I was just, I didn't even really put it together that this was part of Marvel until like later on. And I I just, I just went to see it because it was, it was supposed to be like, I, I just remember the trailer of them showing him getting shot by the tank. And then he just kind of like shrugs it off, and he oh, shoots yeah. the little the little missile back, and it blows the tank up, and he walks away. Like I was so like hyped for that. So that's like that's pretty much the only like thing I remember from back then, and the only reason why I wanted to see this movie. And so, uh, I, I was I was a little excited, but not expecting what we got from not just this movie, but like the the universe in general. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it, I don't know just reflecting back on it now. There's so many things like if you pay attention on this rewatch this time around, there's so many things that kind of allude to the future. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's it's a it's a universe, and this is what started it pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me go ahead and get into details real quick. It's directed by John Favreau. The tagline is "Heroes aren't born; they're built." I liked it. You like yeah. it? I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, it's almost like Inspector Gadget kind of thing, but <laughs> this is good too. <laughs> I had a budget of $140 million estimated, Albert, estimated. Which is pretty low compared to now. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of movies during that time period. I think you get like the Transformers movies around this time. Yeah, mm-hmm. first one was and 2007. So I'm 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 trying to I wonder how how they compare. Yeah, uh, but, well, but plus, there's also the Raimi. I think at least Spider-Man Two came out by by now. Spider-Man Three was in 2007. Oh wow! So all yeah. three Spider-Man movies. All three Spider-Man, yeah. Believe me. I saw that movie day one. <laughs> yeah, if, if we were talking about the, the Raimi trilogy, I'm pretty sure Jesse remembers all the memories from back then. I remember Spider-Man and lots of facts about him. <laughs> oh, okay. I still got a shirt from the day of that movie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you remember what movie you wore? Oh, uh, what shirt you wore? Yes, it, I got. Oh so I, I was at oh Castle and Coasters. God. We went to Castle and Coasters that day. And I got an airbrushed Spider-Man shirt, and it says my name across it, Jesse. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it <This> still fits. <laughs> this was before the time where Jesse was related to Spider-Man costumes and wore Spider-Man outfits to all the Spider-Man events, which yep. he does now. <laughs> yep. Uh, this movie was released May 2nd of 2008. It has a runtime of two hours and six minutes, rated PG-13, box office worldwide of just under 50... 50... 586 million. Bam. It's stream, yeah, it's streaming on Disney Plus. And let's go ahead and sell that sip. It's a six word summary of the movie. Who's first? <laughs> I'll I, go first. I was just I was waiting to see if you guys would like take initiative or if you guys were waiting for me. Alright, alright, alright. This is me. Uh great first movie and first actor. I think this, I think the quality of the actors that, um, you know, John Favreau and the whole studios set up that Robert Downey Jr. was a risky, but I think very, I think very critical pick for all these movies. Mm -hmm. 
and the same for how they directed and designed this movie that they've set the bar for all the future Marvel movies going forward. I think it's, you, know, you, you see how the, the style of filmmaking, the style of dialogue, how they incorporate comedy and something funny, something, yeah, how all the ins and outs of these superheroes Com- compared to, I think, even even the X-Men or even the Fantastic Four, it, it's a different feel. It's a different... I think it just sets the bar so high. Yeah. Great first actor, great first movie, something like that? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Why don't you repeat it for us one more time? Oh, <laughs> great, great first movie and first actor. Had it flipped, but... <laughs> Close enough. Really simple. Okay, Jesse. Yeah. Built this movie in a cave. With a box of scraps. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. But, you know, built this movie in the cave. Like, starting from, like, nothing and, and making this movie. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember going into this movie and I was like, I don't like the Iron Man movies. And coming out of this movie, I'm like, this one's, this is a good Iron Man movie. <laughs> this is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's It's crazy because... Like, none of us really knew who Iron Man was when we first saw this movie. No. Um, Except for Blake from high school. Only person who knew Iron Man. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's, he's like, one of the, well, originally he was, like, one of the lesser known. And, like, they took a big risk on a lot of things. Like, starting a universe with this movie, this character, they with Robert Downey Jr. as a person. Like, mm-hmm it's pretty pretty crazy it all it all worked out well who would you rather have robert downey jr or tom cruise as tony stark definitely robert definitely robert downey Downey jr (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think he was like in the list for tony stark and i was like "Eh, i don't know about that let's let's stick to he uh, was yeah um but but favreau really pushed for for robert uh rdj yeah uh which is is, is, it's crazy because just thinking about where they're at now i mean they've been bought by disney and a a lot of the other actors that they they choose are very well known or or critically acclaimed and i don't think they would take a risk on someone like robert downey jr now because no, th- this was this no. was before they were purchased by Disney. Yeah, apparently the Disney bought them in two thousand, bought Marvel in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. So like skin of their teeth that Robert Downey Jr. probably got this role. And they really had to push for him. Like, oh, did yeah. he? Yeah, they they he they did not want him, um, mm. just because of the the issues he he had in his earlier years. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, it, it worked out for both the. The company made a lot of money and a lot of movies, and he pretty much turned his life around. And yeah, he he is he's he's Tony Stark. Like he is Iron Man. There's there's no one else. They yeah. if they ever if they ever try to reboot it or something, it'd be really weird. I don't think they will yeah. for like a very long time. But you know, yeah. Um, yeah. My sell that sip is launches the MCU. 
Lacks icing protection. <laughs> um, just, just, I I've been on a really big Marvel kick lately, and I've just been enjoying all their all their projects and things that they've done. And I had so much fun with this movie, but at the same time, it's just it's an older movie. It, it's it doesn't it, it kind of falls apart when oh yeah. It when, um, I mean, it's something they do all the time with the same villain has the same powers as the, the hero, but I think they've done a better job of choosing villains in, in recent movies. So, Yeah, o- Obadiah Steen was very eh. A box of scraps! That's all, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Tony! That's the meme he's known for now. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot it was Jeff Bridges. It's like, oh. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's let, let's rate this movie real quick. Out of 10. Icicle Out. protections. <laughs> <laughs> Out of 10 <laughs> vents. <laughs> what are they called? Air ducts? Air ducts. Out out of ten arc reactors, I'm giving it (laughs) (laughs) out of ten mark suits. Um, I'm giving it. I think I'm leaning toward a seven, and I'll tell you why later. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna give it an eight. I like like I said, I still really enjoy this movie. It's just. Seeing all the like amazing villains we've gotten in recent years, uh, with with uh, Killmonger and and Thanos and yeah, even even in Civil War, if you could pick who who the the antagonists are, quote unquote. Like mm-hmm. they've they've done a lot of crazy and and cool things that and, and have been enjoyable, and just Obadiah Stane just doesn't doesn't stand up to those guys. Yeah, for for me it's plot and the and the antagonist. Yeah. Uh Jesse. So I had a hard time picking a number. Uh it was it was definitely above like the amazing Spider Man movies for me. Like I those were like a six and a half, but it wasn't quite like an eight for me. I was like is it like a seven or a seven and a half? Uh-huh. And so I'm still kind of wavering, but you know, I, okay, I, had, so you're... I had a good time. So okay. I'm going to give it that extra 0.5. So I'm going to give it a 7.5. I, I enjoyed right it. In the middle. It's uh, definitely is like the mock Mark one of, of like Marvel movies. Like they're, they're getting their form. They're getting, they haven't perfected things yet. Yeah, it's their first one. So. Uh, yeah, so yeah, definitely. Like the the formula is not kind of set in stone, uh, but it's definitely a good start. And uh, if they would have released this after the Hulk, I don't know how I would have reacted to the Hulk being the first Marvel movie, because it came out like a month later, right? Something yeah. like that. Something like but, that. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't, I don't know how I would have enjoyed that. But I, I did sure? enjoy this. Probably why the Hulk did so poorly, maybe, right? Yeah, following uh, Iron Man. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, little little trivia. Yeah. The Hulk was the second movie that I had seen more than one time in theaters. So I didn't. Okay. So at the time of watching the Hulk, I really enjoyed the heck out of the Hulk movie. <laughs> Wait. So yeah, what do you think? Of, so what did you? Okay. So you just said it yourself that you really enjoyed it at the time. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know how I enjoy it now because I haven't seen it really for like a couple of years at least. I think I watched them. Yeah. Before Infinity War. Oh. And, uh, I, yeah, I don't think I've watched it since then. The first time. Yeah, so I just remember really enjoying the Hulk, and so it's gonna be very interesting going back through all well, these that's, movies. That's next on the list. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I I think I think the the MCU could have been like really different if their order was different, or if they had diff- a different. You know, like we mentioned, if they had a different Tony Stark, it's it's yeah. it's crazy because just just thinking about it, like up until up until these movies, superhero movies weren't necessarily like a thing. You had yeah, it's almost had the, like on par of what video game movies currently are or were. Yeah, very mediocre. You had I mean, the rain. The, I mean, you had the Raimi trilogy, which was pretty. That was like the top bar right there. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I, like, it I fell wasn't... flat at the third movie. Yeah, it still made the most money, but I mean, yeah, that's because the first two did so well that people were just flocking to go see Black Spider Man versus or Evil Spider Man versus Regular Spider Man. That was mm-hmm. the pool. Eric Foreman. Versus... Oh yeah. This, let's not do. <laughs> <laughs> they should have definitely chose someone different for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. And then, then outside of that, you have the yeah. the X Men movies, but I've seen them, but I don't really like them that much. I, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing about the X Men movies and the Fantastic Four. They weren't oh, yeah. great. Fantastic Four movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I think they had the first one, and then they had the Silver Surfer. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about the Fantastic Four movies. And then outside of that, I can't think of any other Marvel movies. I think they're all just mostly DC superheroes. Mm-hmm. Blade wasn't. Oh movie? yeah, the Blade movies. But Blade movies. I don't. I don't like. I don't. I. I think I liked them younger when I was younger, just because younger just care about action. Mine, mine slow, mine like action. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they still weren't that great. And uh, again, they they fell flat after the, especially at the third movie was was not good at all. I barely remember watching Blade. Never watched. Um, it. <laughs> I was too scared at the time, but I I ended up watching it. <laughs> still <Yeah>. scared. <laughs> they're, they're not, they're not I bad still at all. scared. I'm, I'm just kidding. Um. I'm I'm the one that watches scary movies now. <laughs> right. Yeah. We gotta we gotta go watch uh, the devil inside us. Uh, what is it? The Conjuring. Oh, yeah, we'll watch that in theaters. Uh, Megan, the promise. Okay. Now we'll watch it. I'm just kidding. You guys don't have to do that. <laughs> Who's promising? Nicole, we always follow through, Albert. <laughs> Nicole doesn't even want to go see it in theaters. I'm like, we need to go see that Whoa. in theaters. 
I've only seen the the curse of uh, La Llorona. It's, it's worth it for for Velma, so it's all good. For Velma, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Let me go ahead and get into the characters real quick. Let's we're, go. We're just going everywhere, which I love it because I love my friends. But anyways, uh, you had RDJ as Tony Stark. Terrence Howard was originally Rhodey. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts, Clark Gregg as Agent Coulson, uh, Jeff Bridges as Obadiah Stane, and then, I mean, you have Paul Bettany as uh, a Vision, or Vision, he's not Vision yet, he's uh, 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 Jarvis. Jarvis. So I actually have some, yeah, as Happy Hogan. Uh, I actually have a little bit of trivia too. Uh, Paul Bettany uh, Mm. said this was... No, has never seen the movie, and he said it was like the easiest amount of work he's ever done. He he was only <laughs> he only voice acted for like two hours, and then he went on vacation. Oh, that's great. Wow. That's um, great. Yeah, and then Agent Coulson was not even even supposed to be in the movie. It, he was just supposed to be referred to as an agent, but they he had such chemistry with the rest of the 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 cast that they they made him a key part in it nice so other, other things that that have, could have been different you know yep and ap- apparently terrence howard had a contract for two more movies yeah but then he uh he got in money issues with the company and they replaced yeah him. like he quit robert downey jr got the rest of the money but then he quit even after the success of the movie so too bad. Uh, what? What? Okay. So, what do you guys think about the difference between Terrence Howard and uh, what's his name? Uh, Don I, Cheadle. I, Don, Don Cheadle, Cheadle. Thank you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I prefer Terrence Howard as the actor. Overall, I don't like Rhodey as a character, but I preferred Howard's chemistry. Hmm. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen like Iron Man two and like the beginning of his, the con- continuation of that character, but I'm so used to Don Cheadle, but I still it, can't. It's weird, yeah. Yeah, I still can't get the image of what is it, Captain Planet, out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it okay. as Captain Planet? <laughs> For me, I still think. Terrence Howard for me is Rhodey. Like every time I see Don Cheadle, I I still get weirded out. Even though I know he is the main Rhodey, is it just weird? Is it because you get lost in Terrence Howard's eyes and he's so beautiful? Maybe. I think that's. I think that's why. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know. I I I agree with Albert. I just think Terrence Howard has a better chemistry with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and uh, like when uh, he says at Don the end of the Cheadle, movie, oh my goodness! <laughs> Sorry, when when he says when he looks at the Iron Man suit and he says, "Next time," I still remember that. Next yeah. time, <laughs> yeah. And then he never got it next time. It's it's I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Don Cheadle, like he's he's gotten better in terms of of chemistry with the rest of the cast as as the years have gone on. Obviously, just from mm-hmm. working and being around them, but. 
I don't know. It just seems so natural for Terrence Howard. Yeah. I felt like Terrence Howard's roadie was the same level of snark that Tony Stark had. Yeah. And then compared to Don Cheadle's Like, you could see them being friends. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't see Don Cheadle's, for me, as being friends. He, like, he's supposed to be as... Oh, I don't know if he's supposed to be, but he had the same level of uh, uh, interaction that, like, Tony Stark is super sarcastic, super, like, over the top. And for me, Terrence Howard matched that level. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, just looking at the rest of the cast that they have, like, in all the other movies, mm-hmm. it's just kind of... Like, I see Terrence Howard fitting in with that group better. I don't, I don't I know. know. It maybe, maybe it's just yeah. me wanting him to be in the movies, but maybe he, he was mad after he didn't get his chance in the suit, and so that's he was so serious in Iron Man two and Iron Man three, right? So he stole maybe. a suit in Iron Man two, two, yeah, yeah. two, two, yeah. So I think two. He's mad. He's like, man, I should have had that suit earlier, and uh, just they weren't friends after that. It's like me, like, <laughs> telling John, hey, you can have my ugly-ass blue car. And he's like, yes, I love that ugly blue car. And, it, and I was like, nope, I'm sorry, I'm not giving it to you, and you steal it anyways. <laughs> I don't, don't worry, I don't ever watch your ugly-ass blue car, Jesse. Oh, ouch. <laughs> um, yeah, let's go ahead and get into the Tasty, what we thought was good about the movie. And I'm just going to steal it because I'm the host. It's Robert Downey Jr., like. Yeah, of course. He, he's he's the perfect, perfect person for the role. Uh, John Favreau chose him because he felt that he could make Tony Stark a, a likable asshole, and that's exactly what he does. Like, mm-hmm. he he pretty much his life is pretty much Tony Stark's. You know, rich, yeah. famous alcoholic who makes bad decisions. Yeah. Um. He just embodied the character. Yeah, he was just uh, what, what do they call call that type of acting where he puts himself method a, acting? Yeah, he he's a method actor. He he's been preparing himself his whole life to play Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. Right. They like, uh, you almost you almost envision Robert Downey Jr.'s face now when you say Tony Stark. I mean, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard not to. Yeah. He, even like. I'll, I'll, like the comics came before, but mm-hmm. he looks like that character. Yeah, and it's so weird when the, the like the new Avengers game came out and they had that new cast that that they, yeah, and it's you don't see anyone resembling Robert Downey Jr. and it's just like I don't want to play this. <laughs> Where where's my Tony Stark? <laughs> exactly, or any of those superheroes that have slightly different models for the faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly Tony Stark though. Yeah, that's how I uh, felt when I seen Doctor Strange, uh, Benedict, Benedict Cum- Cumberbatch? Cucumber, Cucumber Patch, yeah, Cabbage um, Patch, yeah, Cabbage Patch. No, I but like he doesn't really look like Doctor Strange, kinda. So I'm just like he doesn't. I don't know. It's always been kind of weird seeing his face. As Doctor, as Doctor Strange. Strange, yeah, yeah, because I still see uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as a whole bunch of other roles first. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> besides, so besides Tony Stark, who's your favorite character in this movie? Besides Robert Downey Jr. 
as Tony Stark. Uh, I don't think I would add anyone else. What? I don't think so. Maybe maybe Terrence Howard, but other than that, I don't think uh, like what Jeff Bridges got for Obadiah Stane. I don't think did very well. I think he did pretty good until he gets into the suit. Like until he got into the suit, it just didn't make sense. Didn't everything kind of fell apart then? But yeah, which, which I guess segues into my tasty is that I think the first forty minutes to an hour is the best part of the movie and yeah. it kind of falls apart there yeah yeah because the word, words revealed that obadiah stain wants to kill tony and yeah. take over the company i mean it makes sense you, you get a little kid who doesn't know how to yeah. run a company and he's he basically took your spotlight you've worked with his dad before you've helped with these projects like it's just like in they want to compare it to a an inferior movie but the amazing spider-man 2 when you get harry osborne coming in into the company and they and they're booting him out because this kid is even less responsible than tony stark but even tony stark is is not he he's the one digit in his his nine-digit social security number and Pepper Potts is the <laughs> other eight. So, I guess he, he's I mean, pretty much like, he, he's pretty yeah. much a poster boy. Yeah, like even though he's the CEO and he he's very smart, he hasn't at this point he hasn't really done much for the company, and he gets kidnapped and somehow survives. And yeah, his his answer to it is we're we're leaving the 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 industry, and so. It's just like you got to get rid of them. You got to get rid of them. Yeah. I mean, but there's so many other ways he could have done that. He could have done that. I mean, <laughs> it should have worked the first time. Like he shouldn't have made it out of that cave. Like, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So let, let, let's have a hypothetical, okay? Okay. You're you're, you're Obadiah Stane, Albert, and yeah. Tony. And, <laughs> Tony and, <laughs> and, and Jesse is is Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Tony Stark. Mm. You <laughs> have me kidnap him, and there's no way he should. I, I put him in in the sex dungeon. You know, there's no oh, way he's nice. getting out. <laughs> there's no way he's getting out. But he he finds a way to. Like, what other plan are you gonna do? Like, are you gonna have him get kidnapped again? He stays at home all the time now. He's scared to leave. <laughs> I mean, shoot. I mean, I, there's other political aspects to get go around that. He 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 did try a lot of. He he they, they tried to say that he was mentally unstable yeah. and void him out. Like they're trying to find a way to probably buy him out of the company and take uh majority over over their stocks like he True. he he was trying everything he could and then the the Tony Stark just just had the better of him like I he, guess they, I just got to kill a guy I just got to kill Jesse just one, don't once just don't leave me with a box of scraps and <laughs> 
Take away all the scraps. I mean, I, I had to give you the scraps to create something for me, I guess. Yeah, but as soon as you see me building something that's clearly not the missile, you kill me then. That's what you do. You don't you don't allow well, him to... Well, I mean, that's why, that's why you gotta send in the boss to do a boss's job. I give he, you he trusted. Yeah, you trusted I give you the ten one, rings. I give you one day to finish this missile when you have had zero progress on this missile. I should just kill you right now. That's yeah. that's. <laughs> how do you put a suit together in one I, day? He had how, a, how do you expect to put a missile had, together in one that, day? He had that that the board protecting the view from the camera. They couldn't see. They seen him doing a little <laughs> kicky thing. That's all he had at the time in his little little shoulders. That's all he had. Yeah. That's all we know he had. You can't see around that thing. They only have the camera in the one spot. They didn't. They put couldn't it around. have walked around. And, <laughs> damn, look, this is a nice look. looking armor thing. <laughs> look, Kill him. Look, we got it. Look, look, look. The, the people in this movie are obviously not as smart as Tony Stark. Okay, like, but it, it, even though it's kind of lame and. Yeah, he, he they they should have gone about things differently. It, it gave us the best part of the movie, like learning what, how how he became. Well, I mean, him escaping and then him finding out that what uh, Obadiah Saint's doing, and yeah. seeing what his pretty much not even his technology, his father's technology was mm-hmm. doing, and him becoming iron man like him finding a way to stop what was going on was yeah. just awesome and you you get him testing the different equipment and which leads to the funny scene of him getting shot back into the the the, the ceiling area right there and then should that's another thing it should have killed him right there like <laughs> that that <laughs> force alone <laughs> and then him landing on his neck he should have died at least three times before that scene, and that's and the then, fourth time he would have and died. And then you have the you have the dummy who's like shooting off the extinguisher at random times. Like it, it was great. Like you love that. Even 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 if it doesn't make the most sense, and even though it's so technically not sound, it, it's still fun. And <laughs> Tony Stark is so charismatic and just badass and once he gets in the suit it just amplifies it yeah i i i i, I don't know i just love it i, so, I really do so we went on another tangent but did you answer what was your your besides tony stark who was your favorite character no <laughs> no <laughs> um I, I i'm probably gonna go with albert and say it's terrence howard uh i i just he has probably the second or third most lines in in the movie, and he's just he kind of follows suit with with mm-hmm. Tony Stark. Like you could see why they're friends, and and just that 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 little scene that they give us where he's like, "Next time," like like you said, you you want to see him in the suit because yeah, yeah. he's he's Roadie, the Roadhog. That's that's what they should have called his uh, Roadhog. Yeah, they they shouldn't have called it the Iron Patriot. They should have called it Roadhog. I mean, that was a Hammer Industries name. He's War Machine. Oh that's yeah, War cool Machine name. too. Yeah, he's War Machine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I think my favorite character besides Tony Stark is uh, Jensen. 
in the cave. I oh, think. That's a good oh choice. yeah. I think by far he has the best scene with Tony Stark and and him um, just kind of. He he knows that he's gonna die, and, and you get that you get that scene where he says, "I'm gonna reunite with my family," and you don't realize mm-hmm. that his family's already dead, and he realizes that. Yep. That. That they're both geniuses, but the one who needs to make it out of this cave alive is Tony Stark because he he can fix th- these problems, or at least he has faith in Tony Stark. He yeah. says not to waste his life, and. That's what Tony's been doing basically the whole time is wasting his life, not yep, really. Potential. Yeah, yeah, not going up to that potential that he has. So Jensen for sure um, has is my favorite character besides Tony Stark. I love Terrence Howard. Uh, he has the chemistry with Tony Stark. Pepper Potts is really good. I I thought their relationship was worse but now like going back into it it's definitely a, a lot more nuanced and and just i, I like yeah, the it's meant together. to show yeah it's meant to show that their relationship is growing yeah yeah so yeah jensen and for I, sure. I blame john for for getting jensen what oh <laughs> on the character no, list no you watch the movie just as much as i do <laughs> I, I was looking up the the character's name. I was like, "What's his I name?" I forget. Sean Sean Tobe or Sean. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I I didn't put him in because even though he plays a, a big part, he's in there for like maybe thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think very formative thirty minutes for Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. Everything he says, Tony takes to heart, and yep, it helps him to not only grow as a person, but. He makes out of that cave, plot armor at all. But you know, you know, without him, he would have gave up after. He goes, he goes. They're gonna kill me in a week. He goes. Well, this is a very mm-hmm. important week for you. Like you, you gotta, you gotta get your act together, and you need to make it out of here. Like, uh, without without this character in the cave, Tony's dead in that cave. Like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Tony didn't make that arc reactor. He was just—he was just crying with his box of scraps. So that—that's what it would have been yeah. happening. Yep, you're right. You're right. He would have—he would have been dead before then, though, because Jensen's the one that made the. Like, so without Jensen, Tony Stark's dead, regardless. There's an update to the character list right here. <laughs> yes. Albert Albert Sluke's ego will now be known as Jensen. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy like all, all the characters now that you mention it i think that's another tasty thing is the the chemistry that they have yeah like just just thinking about some of the scenes that uh robert downey jr shares with all of them like i was watching a a, a video about christian bale and all all the like amazing performances he does and they go on mm-hmm. to mention that like some of his performances are pretty much because of the supporting cast as well, and I, I think I think there's a lot of that uh, in this movie because I, I don't, there's so many memorable scenes now that I've seen it again for like the first time in years. Yeah, like when as soon as Jesse men- mentioned uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, it's just I, I instantly go to that scene at the end where he's like, "Do you ever think about that night?" And she's like, <laughs> "What night?" And he's like, "Oh, you know." And then she's just like, oh, that night where we, we danced, danced and we went up to the roof and you went down to get me a drink. 
and you left me there. <laughs> and then Tony Stark's like, oh, um, shit. <laughs> there, there's good moments with all of them, and it's just a fun movie. I, I, Tony. Tony. I, I just, I, I remember... I've, I, like, me and Jesse talked about this in the the Avengers podcast that I've always had a uh, more of a um, affiliation with just Tony Stark as a character as opposed to uh, Steve Rogers and this this movie just brings back like all all of that like yeah this movie drew me into the the, the MCU and I. When I was young, I'd always go see an Iron Man movie just because it's Iron Man. But there was times where I I wouldn't even go watch some of the other products that they had. Like I'd never huh. seen any Captain America movie except for Civil War in theaters. Like, yeah, I, I don't remember seeing the first Captain America in theaters, but I did see the second one, and that blew my mind. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I never saw it in theaters. Like I I saw the first Captain America way after it was released on DVD. And then when they announced the second one, I was just like, I didn't like the first one. So I'm probably not going to go see this one. I think I might have seen it in theaters. But I, I remember seeing it before Avengers. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go to tea time. Uh Jesse, do you have any questions? Um Let's see. Uh just kind of dumb questions, but when you're in a giant like 8-foot robot suit and you just in you're a group of baddies and you see this thing like swatting people like flies, why do you keep running at this this monster like you got guns like shoot the guns run out go get another gun keep shooting don't don't <laughs> go up to this it's like going up to a bear after you try hitting it with like a slingshot or something after yeah two shots like that's not a smart move we've already been over this some of these villains are, are pretty stupid yeah very i i don't know what to say about that <laughs> Well, uh, if Jesse doesn't have any any questions. Let's let's go ahead and get into the gross because when it, when it comes to the villainy in this movie, there there's a lot that I I would like to just you know point out or bring to the light. Um, starting with how the, how they they make a joke of of death sometimes in this movie mm-hmm. uh, with um, with Jensen, you have that scene of him chasing or the people running to through the tunnel and then he's chasing them with a shooting gun and it's just like they get to the the area and he's just like oh shit and it's supposed to be like a funny thing that all these other people have guns pointed at him and shoot him like it's just kind of dumb right it it was it didn't seem very funny like i, I don't remember it was that a weird being timing funny i don't remember that being it, funny it, it's like they they do it in cartoon movies a lot, and it's right. meant for comedic effect. So I just kind of assumed that's what it was meant for in this one. Yeah. And why else would you have it? Because yeah, it is bad timing, I think. Who, I, I, who, I think it's like a 
it's like an honest reaction. If someone cuts you off, you you, you say a cuss like a curse word, and I I don't know. I'll have to I'm not, I'm not talking about the the language. I'm just talking about how like how how. So was... so there's three guys with guns running yeah. down this tunnel to to Tony Stark and Jensen. Yeah. Jensen's starts shooting off in the air, and then these guys get scared and start running back, even mm-hmm. though there's three of them. And he chases him, and then he comes around the corner, and now everyone's pointing a gun at him. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just I yeah, it's like a very that. cartoony thing. It kind of yeah, it kind of reminds you of that scene in Star Wars Episode Four when Han Solo's chasing after like those three stormtroopers and then exactly. So yeah, I kind of see where you're going with it, but that that's definitely more of a campier movie than, because this has some really serious themes and this is supposed to be a very serious moment yeah yeah tony stark's getting out escaping and so So that's why it's i think john and i agree or yeah when you this is weird scenes together it's very weird to see that yeah yeah okay yes it's an interruption to the action and to the emotion yeah of everything and then uh, yeah for me the gross is it's kind of after tony puts the suit together in the first place. I mean, getting flying all the way to the Middle East in the suit is pretty cool. But then him figuring it out and learning what Obadiah Stane has in store for him, it kind of falls apart for me there. Yeah. And how Obadiah Stane monologues the whole time. <laughs> yeah, while he has taking to out the arc reactor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was weird. <laughs> I mean, this is something that, that Marvel has done in all their movies. Uh, when they, they introduce new new superheroes and give them their own um, movies as they, they make it, the person, the villain has pretty much like the same powers as the superhero. And in the earlier movies, it it just falls flat. I don't I don't know if mm-hmm. it's like... Like they're just trying to get through these movies or what what their plans were, but it could have it could have had some serious effects if the movies weren't as good through the beginning halves. Yeah, if that makes and sense. I I think also something that carried the movies was you know their notoriety that the content that they had versus how good or bad the plot was. Because yeah. I, I think I think just looking at the universe in general, we don't get a a really good villain until well, a good villain until Loki and uh, the Avengers, mm-hmm. and then so that's that's the fifth movie in the series, and then after that, I'm trying to think. You had Iron Man three, Thor: The Dark World. I mean. Yeah, probably not until Phase 3 stuff. <laughs> yeah, you get very boring one-movie villains that have no backstory and don't mean anything. You don't care about the villains at all, barely. Yeah. I think, I think the Red Skull was uh, was pretty decent. Better I mean, than... he's important, but I don't think he's very interesting past We'll get to that two movie. movies down the line. 
yeah, 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 we will. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I don't really like Obadiah staying outside of the memes. Like, I, I found, <laughs> yeah. I found him menacing. Um, up until he gets into the suit, and then it turns into a cartoon for me. <laughs> yeah, but him, how he dies. How he dies, we'll get to that scene. I'll, I'll explain my kind of weirdness with that scene, but he, at least when I was younger and I first watched it, I didn't know, like, he was the bad guy. I thought, oh, like, he welcomes Tony back. Like, he loves him. That's his his yeah. best friend or his co-worker's son. Like, he's known him his whole life. He, he loves this kid, even though he's a little bit immature and doesn't know how to run his company yet. He... Like he cares for him, but you, you get that kind of that reveal that oh, I was the one that, that pushed for the injunction or whatever the term is. Like I, who think, who do you think is trying to keep you keep you safe? But I mean, that that's not the he's not keeping him safe. He's he's being greedy and trying to take it over. So uh, I I enjoyed his character. He should have honestly. I mean, if things would have went his way, Tony would have been dead in a yeah. cave but he if if anything in the prototype was work he should have had someone else on the suit he he should have been the guy in the background pulling strings not a guy getting into the suit with zero right. battle experience oh and i i know how to fly like it took tony multiple tries and even after the first try he was still calculating terabytes of data like you just can't get into a car and drive like That's without true. having any experience. You're you're gonna you're gonna flip and you're gonna hit a roof before you before you get into that suit and and really do some some decent maneuvering. So yeah, I mean, I guess he he flew straight up and <laughs> that's all he has to do. That's all you have to do. But even then, I think yeah. your core would have to be pretty. It's like swimming or something. You, you you gotta do it first. He had he had some simulations, you know. He had some three D VR simulations for him to practice with. He's good. <laughs> and if it, it, it was, it's funny to me that you say that Obadiah Stane thinks Tony Stark is a kid, even though he's at least in his mid to late thirties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he kind of treats him like it a little bit in a way. Uh, yeah. True. He he's a kid genius essentially. I I adult genius. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah. Physically he's not adult. a teenager. Mentally I, yeah, physically mentally not. He he's yeah. he's like an a ninth adult. Pepper Potts being the eighth. Like that that's how yeah that's how I like their chemistry <laughs> together. They're, they're okay. so good together. Um. Going back to that last scene with Obadiah and, and Pepper Potts pushing the button and it exploding and, and reacting. So you get the weird cut where it it's Obadiah falling down and and Tony Stark dodges dodges the blast, right? Uh-huh. Right? So he's obviously conscious right here. And the next Maybe. scene, the next scene, like four seconds later, it shows him knocked out. Like, you just don't, I don't know. It was just weird. Like, there there was some time in between there. There was, you should have shown, like, maybe his suit was affected by it and it, like, knocked him out. Like, 
there's just like a three second scene missing. I mean, from there. maybe maybe the adrenaline. You know, you can see him getting you know the adrenaline, and then afterwards he's he's concussed. Like maybe ah, maybe that's what happened. So there's there's a lot of scenes like that where <laughs> they just cut, and there's extra parts of the scene where they're like, that wasn't good. Let's remove that. Like when he when he's talking to yeah. Tom about he built that the suit in the cave with a box of scraps and then like <laughs> it legit it just cuts like a second off or like there's another it, the scene is abruptly cut I'm like wait there's no transition there's no it was just weird yeah no segue and, into the next scene yeah there's no segue into the next scene I'm like they definitely gotta they gotta have some transitions of the scenes and besides Obadiah being like just falling apart and and at the end you have that weird like transition problem I that I've I've noticed but I've also listened to podcasts and have have been told and now that I know about them I look for them and it's easier mm-hmm. to see them so I, yeah something about the transitions are just kind of funky yeah that that's all in you know style of editing directing yeah uh, yeah and and also Another question about a bad part of the bad. So Pepper Potts pushes the button and she's running in high heels. Mm. She definitely okay. does not have time to get out of that blast radius in time. <laughs> I mean, it's she's part really of, good at yeah. running in high heels. She exactly. T- she took the she's same practiced. class. She took the same class as uh, what, what's her name from Jurassic World, running in. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> from a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex. Same class. I this is stuff I never think about. <laughs> um, so I'm just I'm trying to process it all. Yeah, I, I, I know, mean, just, like a, a, because a, Jesse's getting into animation and you know filmmaking yeah, in yeah. a way, so it's something you have to keep in mind. Yeah, all three of them should have died then because yeah, it does it doesn't make sense why why Obadiah Stane was the one that got hit and not Tony Stark as well. Even though Tony Stark's hanging from a building, so, so he he was blasted up and he hit like a railing or a guard or something. But my thought process behind it is, he's on emergency power two percent, and and it, the electrical <laughs> blast disrupts the electrical systems in the suit. And let's just say Obadiah's suit has like I don't know eighty five percent, so all that electricity, and Tony had like one percent maybe. So I I would also allude to the fact that they're they're different builds. Uh, yeah, he yeah. upgrade. Uh, that's the older suit that Obadiah was basing it off of, and yeah, it doesn't. It's not as advanced as Tony Stark's. It doesn't yeah. have the same metals or. So I mean, yeah, I, I, I see. Guess, uh, I guess yeah. we could. I, I yeah, I don't. I I I wish. <laughs> I wish these movies could have come out ten years later. Because the final fight scene just just doesn't really do it for me. Like it's well, so yeah. it's so clunky and boring, and it could have been a lot cooler. Ten years later, if they had Robert Downey Jr., because we already it went through the process of if these are made later on, that's it wouldn't true. have been right. Robert Downey Jr. You're, you're so absolutely that, right. You're absolutely that's right. That's the that's the hard part. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta get 
I wish technology developed ten, ten years earlier. <laughs> there you go. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just the final fight scene just kind of for for two people that can fly in these suits and do all this crazy stuff. It just not you, a lot of you flying. Get, you, you, not a lot of flying. You get icing as the the main problem, and Obadiah survives it. Which yeah, he should not survive that anyway. Which like, comes back later on in the movies, and it doesn't make sense how <laughs> how one person is completely unaffected and not the other person that gets shot down in a uh, yeah metal suit. So he um, should have died in the cave. He should have died while falling after his like jettison. Oh, up. I forgot about that. That's the third one. Yeah, he should have died with that like jet wing like. I know it, it's made of hard stuff, but your spine's gonna just be jelly after hitting that that airplane. Like, he's not yeah. gonna he's not gonna be saving that person. He's not gonna be able to save himself at that point. Like, hitting the roof. Like, there's at least twelve different scenes where Tony Stark is dead. If if he were not, <laughs> if if it was based in reality, yes. So he's good cushioning in the suit, man. Come on. So maybe maybe Howard Stark was hanging around. Captain America a little bit too much, and he got a little of that super soldier serum inside, and and Tony Stark was born a little bit one percent super soldier. That that's the there explanation. You go. There you go. Which yeah. makes which makes sense because as we see in later movies, when Rhodey gets shot down, he doesn't have super soldier serum. That's why he got hurt. That's exactly why. <laughs> and and the reason why Obadiah Stane survived is because him and Howard Stark had a secret makeout session. And he, got, he got half of that one percent of super soldiers. <laughs> it's all you need. <laughs> oh, let's wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're we're getting into into uh, the the PCU, <laughs> the porn cinematic universe. <laughs> oh boy, um, I wasn't. I did not even think about that. <laughs> Jugs and plugs. Uh, subscribe to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, like, share, let us know what you thought about Iron Man. Oh, <laughs> that was that was speed run. All, that was like barely. I could I could barely understand it, but it was good. Was it was it pretty quick? Was it pretty quick? It's pretty quick. Uh, okay. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. It's um, like it's like LMNOP. Like you blended all your words together. <laughs> what uh, what what are, what are we asking our our listeners albert Ooh, what what was your what's your favorite origin marvel story movie nope. i like yeah. it is yeah. is the captain america first movie better than the first iron man movie <laughs> yeah or <laughs> or one of the spider-man movies they're the best <laughs> <laughs> this has been the legendary sip podcast and so join us next time for moonlight streaming on netflix Will this be the sip we've been looking for? Bye. Bye. <laughs>